Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and I'm not here with my co-host today because I fired him two episodes ago. <laughs> and uh, because, like, he, you know, like he's kind of like my best friend. I mean, like we we still do our Manhattan show and stuff, but like he couldn't stop interrupting me, you know. And 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 he was kind of like losing interest. He was kind of like, you know, the, the show the show was like. It was like the the quality was declining, so it was some you know I don't blame him, you know he, he doesn't have a free will, and I don't feel guilty because I I actually feel a little guilty, but that's the free will kicking in. That's the free will belief, even though I understand this really really well, you know this this belief is so ingrained in us, and actually I'm going to go into this in this show that it's hard to, to kick it completely. But, like, you know, again, I'll remind myself, hey, it's not my fault. And, and actually, I'm not doing anything wrong, you know? <laughs> so anyway, all right, so, like, the title of this episode is No Free Will, Why We Repeat Themes. It's actually why I repeat themes now, because I'm doing it on my own. I need another co-host. I mean, I don't need one, but it'd be nice to work with another co-host. So if, if you live in, like, White Plains or surrounding area and watching this, you want to co-host the show, you want to, like, show the world, you know, bring the world... Lead the world to this entirely new consciousness. Let me know. All right. This is show number 122. Okay. So, why do we repeat themes? Um, before I get into this, you know, just what I, what I usually do, I'm tired. This is like my third show. Um, basically, when people say that we have a free will, they say that what we do think, you know, that stuff is up to us. You know, they're like, it's up to us whether we're going to like, do the right thing or do the wrong thing. It's up to us what we say. It's up to us what we're thinking, what we're going to, you know, what we're going to do, what we're going to have for lunch. What we're, you know, All these things are up to us, they say. And the reality is, like, nothing is up to us. You know, every, we're, we're people up. It's, we, we just, like, you know, we do what the, what the universe makes us do. And that's, you know, I did, you know, the last show was how surreal this is, how, like, you know, how amazing, but that's the way it is. You know, it's like... It's like, yeah, whatever. Um, this is important. All right, the reason we don't have free will very quickly, everything has a cause, okay? If, you, if everything you do has a cause, and everything has a cause, that means every cause of what you do and think and say and all that stuff is going to have a, a cause. And there's going to be a cause to that and 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 a cause to that. These causes are always going back in time, okay? They don't, you don't have a, like, it's not effect cause. Uh, an effect can't come after a cause. It's got to come before the cause, and it's got to cause the effect. That's why they call it cause and effect. And, I mean, like, cause and effect, let me tell you, it's not just like an inconsequential concept. You ever hear of the, something called the scientific method. That's how we scientifically ascertain truth here on planet Earth. Basically, the, found, the, the foundational principle of the scientific method is same cause, same effect. In other words, so they'll do an, an experiment. If they you know, have the same cause for something and they get the same effect, they say, huh, that's interesting. Let's do it again. Same cause, same effect. Let's do it again. And if they do it like, you know, a few hundred or thousand whatever times, then they know they're on something. That's how we establish truth. So basically, causality, you can't escape it. Some people say things are uncaused, which is absurd because nothing can be uncaused. But, you know, they, 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 they say that like, they, they say that, I mean, this is like within the, the, um, the realm of this question, you know, in order to try to like, you know, salvage, um, 
free will, you know, because some people can't accept that we don't have it. But but the thing they don't they don't understand because the universe doesn't allow them to understand it's not their fault. Is that like if things don't have a cause, if some things like our decisions and our actions didn't have cause, that would make free will even more impossible. Because how could you possibly attribute to a human being something that has no cause or to human will? All right. So anyway, why do we why do we repeat the thing? Or the, the reason this is so important because the world is so deluded. I mean, this is who we are as people, as a human race, and we think we're a certain way. And we're actually the exact opposite in terms of our actions, all right? We're still people. Regardless of whether we have a human, a free will or an unfree will, you know, we're still people. But the fundamental fact of who we do things, of, of, of what we do, because basically we're not, you know, what defines us as people is not that we exist, is that we do stuff, we think, we have feelings, we have thoughts, we interact, you know, we, we respond to this environment. And so like, to get that wrong, to get who we are as people so wrong, it can't be that good. It really can't. I'm sorry. And, and like, you know, the show I did last last episode is like, you know, it's, it's, what is it? What did I say? It's very, very strange. It's very strange that like everything is a movie, that, you know, we're, everything is plotted out, set in stone. But it's inescapable. You, you can't, you know, it, there's, there's absolutely no way to, to get around it. All right, so anyway, so, this, so why do I repeat themes? One, well, because, like, this is so new. This is so new to people. I'm trying to, like, you know, this is, like, about a new human consciousness. This is, this is about seeing the world entirely differently. And, and it's not just that. It's that, like, it goes against what people want to believe about themselves. We, and it's not up to us really, because we don't have free will. The universe, the universe made us want to want to have a free will. Okay, I mean, or made us want to have a free will. You know, I mean, so like, so now the universe is, is like making us understand that we don't have a free will and making us resist this because it makes us want to want want to have a free will. It, it's like, it's very strange. But all right, so like the idea is this is a, an entirely different human consciousness. I deserve a Nobel Prize for this. I really do. And like, you know, you know, I'll wait a few more years, but I'm telling you. I mean, because like, you know, again, like um, John Searle, famous philosopher, uh, he said, like, for free will to be shown, to be understood, accepted, you know, by the world as an illusion would be a bigger revolution in our thinking than Einstein, Galileo, or Newton, or Darwin, or Copernicus. I mean, this is big. This couldn't be bigger. He said it would alter our entire relationship with, with, uh, with the universe, something like that. And Searle is like, I mean, he, he, he believes in free will, actually, so he's not all that sharp, but he... Um, He's like the 13th most cited philosopher post-1900. So he's one of the top philosophers. And he's right. He's right about this, this thing being so big. Um, so, all right. So, so this, is, this is huge. And like, you know, and I guess something this big, a change this big, is not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a few weeks, in a few months. As I'm, 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 I thought, you know, the universe... When I first started, like, I started a meetup in um, 
in April, April 7th, I think, 2010 in Manhattan. It's still going on, Exploring Illusion Free Will. It started as the predetermined will society busting the free will myth. And the reason I started there, because I wanted to create a buzz about this whole thing. I knew that if I based it in Manhattan, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people go to meetup.com searching for meetups every day. You know, the whole New York metropolitan area, if people don't know, you know, 50-mile radius or so, whatever, has about 22 million people. I mean, it's huge. So, like, I think, maybe that, yeah, that's, that's what I got on Wiki, whatever. Because, like, there's, there's about 1.5 million in... Um, in Manhattan, there's about 8 million in New York City, but then you have Westchester and Connecticut, New Jersey, and a lot, a lot of people. So anyway, so um, so when I started this, I thought, you know, all right, come up, you know, the academians, they just, they half of them don't get it. Half of them, more than half believe they have a free will. Um, very few people write books about it. And the books they write are designed for other philosophers, and they're full of, like, in psychology, there's such a thing called psychobabble. It's this like this nonsense terminology that like you know like like Freud did a lot of that. The id, superego, and a lot of stuff. It's like made up stuff. I mean, some of it makes sense, but a lot of it doesn't. But in philosophy, it's the same thing. They just like they have done a very, very, very bad job of understanding the significance of this topic, uh, of understanding the right answer to this topic. And of bringing it out to the world, you know, and that's what I'm doing. That's what I did. That's what I did. That's, you know, like over like before 2010, you know, I've got this on my website, causalconsciousness.com, Exploring Illusion and Free Will. This is like a, I'm, 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 this is supposed to be about why I repeat themes, but I'm like kind of like doing commercials. That's all right. Um, before I before I did what I did, um, you know, with this whole initiative, because it's like it's two meetups now, it's two TV shows, two books, a website, you know, there were a few articles, you know, between 2004 and 2010, there maybe was like, I don't know, half a dozen, maybe around 10 articles for the entire time in, in major magazines and, and newspapers about the topic. So after 2010, there's about three dozen, you know, um, and, and this is like the cover of Scientific American Mind, the cover of New Scientist, the British Weekly, um, the Atlantic, New York Times, USA Today, you know, featured first time ever stories on why free will is an illusion. So this is like, this is big. Um, so anyway, no, I, I thought that this was going to happen like, I thought that with all that attention to the topic that I finally brought you know, to it. And again, I deserve a Nobel Prize for this universe, you know. <laughs> if you want to make me work on this, you better pay me. Um, and like, you know, I thought that people would get it. But I guess what I didn't realize, what the universe didn't allow me to realize, because I'm not taking the blame for this, is like people like, people really, really like their belief. It's not just that. Oh, God. We're, we're like so, we're so smart. We're so brilliant in, in a lot of ways. A lot of people, you know, do things that are amazing, you know, completely amazing. And this is not just like in science and sports and art, you know, I, I saw this YouTube video of like, you've probably seen this, like this woman with these reeds and she balances all this stuff, amazing concentration, whatever. We're, we're, we're smart in certain ways, very smart. But in certain ways, we are abysmally unintelligent we are like and it's not us again you know like it's like the universe not allowing us to get this but like i thought because that causality everything has a cause what could be more simple than that 
People don't get it. They don't want to get it because the universe doesn't let them get it. So anyway, so why do I repeat themes? You know, because, because I'm working against conditioning. I'm working against the church, Catholic church, Christianity, Judaism, that says, you know, for, for several thousand years, listen, if you don't believe what's in this book, and it's really not in the Bible, I'm going to do a show on this when the universe allows me to, you know, if we don't believe, if you don't believe what we tell you to believe, then you're at risk for when you die, you're gonna, you may suffer for the, for the rest of eternity. So think about it. If you're like a four or five-year-old kid and your parents and your minister and your rabbi, whatever, are drilling this stuff into you, you know, you're gonna, it's going to like probably deter you from like thinking things through for yourself. You probably say, yeah, I better play it safe and just believe what they tell me. So, so you've, got, you've got a lot of people with good reasons in their mind, you know, they believe there's this place in hell. How could you believe that, that, that God would, like, you know, torment somebody eternally? That's horrible. Um, but if you believe that stuff, then it makes sense that this, you know, that, like, you want to, you know, you want to, like, believe what they, what they compel you, <laughs> what they threaten you to, to believe or else. So anyway, so, like, all right, so people like, and it's beyond that. People like, you know, it's not just the religion. It's just not, it's not that they don't understand causality. It's that, like, we like to feel that we have a free will. I wish I had a free will. I mean, there's, like, there's thoughts, there's negative thoughts that go into my mind routinely. I can't avoid them, and it's not like I haven't tried. I, before this show, I did a show on happiness. 138 episodes, three years. I worked on my happiness. I, I started when I started the show it was like 80, 85 percent, whatever. That was my happiness level. Three years later, I was at 100 percent. I know it doesn't make sense logically to be at 100 percent, but that's how I felt, and it was sustained and stuff. And I should have stayed with it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, so like you know, if we had a free will, we could, we would be completely blissed out all that stuff. But but people, we 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 like to think that we have a free will. We like to think that um, that stuff is up to us because otherwise, like, we think that life would have no meaning. It's not that it doesn't have any meaning. It's just like the meaning's completely different. So anyway, so the reason I repeat themes is, one, these concepts are very foreign to people. Some people, when you say free will, they believe free will is like, yeah, I live in a country where I have free will, where I can say whatever I want. That's not free will. That's political freedom. Some people will say that like, you know, well, nobody's making me think anything. You know, it's I'm thinking what I'm thinking of my own free will. First of all, people are making you stay, you know, like you've been conditioned by your parents and society, your language, you know, you think in words, okay, you were taught those words. You didn't get a, you weren't given a choice about whether you were going to learn these words or not. They were drilled into you, okay? But it's not just that. It's, we have genetics, okay? So it's a, basically, people say like, you know, I have a free will if like nobody's making me do stuff. It's not just about people, okay? It's like causality is making you do stuff. Your genes are making you do stuff. Uh, your imperatives, the, the pleasure principle, the hedonic imperative, the moral imperative, a lot of stuff makes you do stuff. So like, so people don't really understand the, the concept of free will very well. A lot of people don't understand causality. And again, um, I've done several shows on causality. I'm going to have to do a lot more because like, you know, here's the thing. Okay, you might be watching this show tonight, today, whatever, you know, you might see it on YouTube. 
and you might not get it, okay? But, you know, at another, you know, in another episode when I'm doing a different show, basically repeating the same themes, the same points, same concepts, you might be in a state, different state of mind. I might be in a different state. Maybe I'm not explaining it all that well now, and maybe I'll explain it better on a, on a better show. Maybe, like, you weren't in such a, an intelligent frame of mind back then, you know, and then, or now, and then you will be, you know, later, whatever. The idea is, like, so one of the reasons I do this show is, like, we, you may not get it the first time or the second or the third or the 99th <laughs> or the 999th, but, but you, you know, you can't but get it. I mean, like, you know, it, it, you know, all you have to do is apply your reasoning objectively, okay? Abandon your, your, your motivated, this isn't about how you want reality to be, okay? It's about how it is. So, all right, so... So one of the reasons, yeah, it's like I realized that, like, you know, people are going to be seeing this at different times, and they may not get it one time, they'll get another. Another reason I repeat the themes is because, like, it's going to be a different audience. I mean, like, I, up I upload these shows to, to YouTube. You know, there's over 100 there so far, and um, a lot of people would see them, you know, and, and there, a lot of people, like, you know, you have to like do a special search on YouTube and Internet Archive and I iTunes actually also. These are like um, audio episodes. So like you know, in order to get to the earlier episodes, you have to do a special search. You know, whereas like you know, if you if you like log on to YouTube, I mean like, you know, um, I'll I'll upload this episode. You know, after it's aired in White Plains and it's recent, so people you know you know. You want to you want you want to basically extend your audience. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, um, I have to you know I, I keep on repeating the themes because there's going to be a new audience you know each each um, week month whatever. All right, um, okay, what's going on? Let's see. Okay, another reason I repeat the themes. It's not just about you, okay? Because like. Every time that I refute free will, every time that I explain causality, every time that I explain what free will is and what it is and all this stuff, I understand it better and better. You know, because like, this isn't just about understanding the free will is an illusion. This is like what it means that understanding free will what it means that, that free will is an illusion. And the, what I'm saying is like, okay, I was conditioned. I was raised just like all of you. I was raised religiously, you know, Jewish, Christian, whatever. I was, went to the same school system, you know, same society, same world. And we were all really, really strongly conditioned to believe we have free will. You know, the Supreme Court, these guys can't be that bright, you know. Again, the Supreme Court back in 78 said, this is the law of the land. We have free will. You know, again, these, you know, how could, how, whatever. But the idea is like, all right, we've been very, very strongly conditioned to believe in this illusion, this delusion. And so what happens in psychology, you learn that like when you have like a habit of thinking, a way of thinking, a perspective, a, a certain kind of like consciousness, a way of understanding the world, and you've had it so deeply ingrained in you for years and years, decades, it's not enough for somebody to tell you, listen, this isn't the way things are, you know, and sometimes it is, but, but in a lot of, for something like this that's so central to who we are, it's not that easy. So, like, the idea is, like, for me, every time I, um, whoa, every time I, um, I repeat an episode, um, 
I, I work against the conditioning. It's not, I, I don't just um, understand this. It becomes part, more a part of who I am. I, be, I begin to understand the world better. And that, you know, I'm saying this about myself, but this is for you. Like, the more episodes of this you watch, the more you think about this, all of a sudden, you know, the world is different. God, God is everything. God make, makes you think everything you think. Your conception of God is going to be completely different. Your conception of yourself is going to be completely different. And again, like, you understand that, but once you go from understanding it to breaking the conditioning of the past, you know, the, these, these ways we've just been habitually conditioned to perceive our world, all of a sudden, you may not like the way things are, like the Boston bombings, just like the way we treat animals, poverty, just the way people aren't as good to ourselves and each other as we could be. You know, that still is not, you know, you may still not like that, but you don't blame other people. You don't blame yourself. And to the extent you can do that, you know, more habitually, when, when you don't have to think about it, because like, you know, if, if like, let's say, all right, let's say you get from the, after this episode, you get, all right, free will is an illusion, right? So what happens is like, then, like, you go home and your, your brother or sister or wife or husband or whatever, you know, you get into an argument with them, right? And, like, then, like, two hours later, you might think to yourself, oh, wait a minute, you know, I was really angry with this person. And, like, they absolutely had no choice but to be the way they were, right or wrong, whatever. And, and you're saying, whoa, you know, I, um, it, it kind of, like, it absolves them. It kind of like frees you from the anger and the blame toward them and stuff. So here's the thing. So like that happened two hours later. So like the better you get at understanding this, the quicker that process will happen. In other words, like before, let's say the argument lasted for 10 minutes, you know, a minute or two into it, you might remember, you know, oh, wait a minute. This person does not have a free will. You know, I may want to be angry at God, although, you know, there's a way of not you know, being angry at God if you reason it out. But like once that happens, you know, and you get good at this, the dynamics of, of how you address that person, you know, you, you under the free will perspective, you'd say, um, wow, you know, like you are so horrible. How could you have done that? You know, that was like such a horrible thing. You see, you know, when, when you remind yourself, when you get this, you say, whoa, you know, what you did was still horrible, but I can't, blame you because it wasn't up to you why did the universe why is the universe making us go through this in other words the other person instead of being an adversary they they become kind of like an ally because if the other person gets also that you don't have free will that's even better because then both of you are on the same side just like reasoning out what what's what's going on what what why is the universe placing that obstacle between you all right so again so like basically what i'm trying to say because i'm trying to stay on the theme is that um the reason i repeat these themes is because it's not just about understanding that free will is an illusion. It's about putting that understanding to practice. And, okay, the last example was on a personal basis. But this, you know, imagine how, how groups of people that, that understood free will is an illusion would, would suddenly shift their, you know, you can't hate another group of people if you, um, if you understand they don't have free will. You know, that's, it's still, it'd be illogical. And we have, like, you know, in addition to the moral and hedonic um, imperatives, we have, like, an imperative in us, like a hardwired drive to be logical. 
you know, if there's two glasses and you want to fill them with water, and one of them you realize is not large enough to fill, you know, as much water as you have, whatever, you're not going to do that. It doesn't make sense. And so with this, like, you know, if you don't, if you understand that it doesn't make sense to blame another person, then that's going to help you not blame them. That's going to help preserve, you know, relationships and stuff. Okay. Um, so, all right. So, again, I repeat these shows, these themes, because this is the biggest thing ever, and I can't expect that you're going to get it, you know, immediately. And and it really does help, you know, you know, because, you know, the more I repeat the shows, the more I, because I have to, like, you know, come up with outline with for these shows. And actually, even though I repeat a lot of themes, I like to try to come up with new themes. Like, this is a brand new theme. I don't think I've ever, you know, done a show on why I repeat themes. So, like, basically, there are many good we- reasons, many necessary reasons for repeating the themes. I mean, you, causality, um, you may still not get it, you, you know. Everything has a cause. Every human act has a cause. There's a cause to that cause. Causes go back to the past. They go back to before you were born. Obviously, things that happened, events that happened before you were born in a causal manner led up to everything you do. So, and again, you know, um, the reason it's important, it's necessary to pre- repeat the reason it's important and necessary to repeat this stuff because you haven't gotten it yet okay if 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 you've gotten it yet if if you had gotten it by now then we'd be moving on to the implications actually these three shows that i uh, taped today you know another one was on forgiveness the other was how like reality is so strange you know not uh free will be an illusion but like you can't escape it that that is reality so like and because like once, once the world, once substantial numbers of people get the free will is an illusion, then we can move on to a much, much more interesting part of this. And I'm, I'm moving on to it anyhow. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of more shows explaining why free will is impossible. But like for me, you know, it's like it's a brand new world. It's like a brand new reality. And like so, you know, to the extent that we all get this, we can all together you know, put our heads together and say, well, what does it mean for, to our world? What does it mean to our personal relationships? What does it mean to our societal, you know, makeup, how we relate to each other as groups of people? What does it mean to our, our countries? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people will blame parents in Africa for having kids that they don't, you know, they can't afford to feed. You know, 20, over 20,000 kids die every day of poverty you know, under five, and these kids are dying because, like, people are, are blaming their parents for having them. You know, that, that's sick. That's insane. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I, I'm not going to blame the people who feel that way because they don't have free will, but to the extent we get this right, we can create a much, much kinder, compassionate, and far more intelligent world. You know, because, again, just like rational world, the, the, the belief in free will is so insane. It, it's, you know, you can't have a more insane belief. It's like... You know, to believe that, that we have a free will when we don't, you know, it's like, it, 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 it makes the, you can't understand the world. I'm running out of time, seven, six, sorry, anyway, so like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this until you get it, and I think you'll get it. All right, thanks for watching.